Hello, I'm Mark Tweddle. Welcome to another episode of the You Tell Your Stories, where we share with you stories from our storytelling classes. You can learn more about our classes, both online and in Burbank, California, by visiting the youtellyours.com website, or watch our Facebook Live sessions every Friday on the You Tell Yours Facebook page. This week's episode is different. Every week we share stories from our students normally, but this week we're sharing a story from our teacher, Lynn Ferguson. So here's Lynn's story of perspective. There was a point when, on our American journey here where we decided we should do a proper American vacation. So we went to, but cheaply, because <laughs> we live in Los Angeles. So we went to Catalina. Have you been to Catalina? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a nice place and everything, but the food's horrible. <laughs> now, I think they do that contained thing, do you know what I mean? They've got you on an island, so they're like, here, just eat shit. <laughs> you're eating shit, look at the seagulls and everything. So we were there and uh, <laughs> our eldest Fergus was nine, I think, and the youngest then would have been like three. And we decided, well the boy, Mark, decided that he wanted to go canoeing. So we went to these canoes, right, and I, meanwhile, was still sulking about the food. But uh, we went to this beach and they had these lovely sort of canoe catamaran things, yellow things you could take out into the water and do a little thing about, all oars and stuff. And, um, and Mark said to me, do you want to do this? Because the kids, you know, Fergus was going, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to go out in the boats. And, I, and he said, do you want to do this? And I thought for a while and then I said, eh, no. <laughs> and the reason I said no was it was a good thing because apparently in our relationship if one of us does something that they don't want to do then they manage to suck all of the enjoyment out of them. <laughs> so I was doing them a favour by saying no. So I said no and he looked at me in a way that was appreciative. <laughs> And then we went to talk to this very perky little guy, a little perky guy in his shorts who was dealing with the boats and he looked too young to be dealing with these things because people can drown in water. I don't know if you know that. And I'm like, there's no way he could save people. And so um, Mark's talking to this little perky boy and the perky boy is way too bright and I am trying not to take my annoyance out on him so I'm standing back. And the perky boy says that Fergus, the nine-year-old, cannot go in the boat with the other two because the youngest one is too big. So Mark would have to go with the youngest one and the nine-year-old would have to go out in the boat on his own. And then I am like, I really, really want to take the air out of everything. Do you know what I mean? You can't put a nine-year-old in a boat, you perky wee bastard. But I'm not saying anything because, I, you know, we're on a vacation. We're Americans. We're happy. I am happy. Look, oh, look, isn't it lovely? The food's not shite and there's lovely seagulls and endangered fish. So I'm smiling, <laughs> and I look at Mark with that look that says, don't you dare put my nine-year-old in a boat. And he says, sure, that'll work fine. <laughs> so, the boys are getting really excited about it. My nine-year-old, beside himself again to go on a boat. And, and the thing is, is because I don't allow him to go on many things on his own because he's like an octopus and not in a good swimming way. <laughs> that he's like got a very big brain, but the rest of his body kind of just flows there. <laughs> and so the idea of putting him in a boat terrifies me. So I'm like, 
I honestly don't even know if he would know if he was in trouble. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm his mother, so I then I'm going through the guilt. I should be in the boat with him, right? So anyway, they strap the nine-year-old into the boat, and Mark goes into the boat with the, you know, the three-year-old, and they go out, and they go out too far, but the perky little guy is going, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's not fine, but they saying it's fine, so they go out too far, and I think the only way to solve this is to drink, so, mummy's <laughs> <laughs> little helper, so I go to the cafe, uh, and I get a glass of white wine, and I'm sitting there, and I've got the glass of white wine, and it's against the whole, you know, horizon thing. It's so good it could be a Facebook picture, right? <laughs> so I'm like there, and I'm looking at it, and then, and then I look out, and there they are, the yellow boats in the water. And there's a little thing with boys that they can go around, you know, these floating things, and uh, they're in the water. And I see that they've split, Mark and Lachlan are on this side, and Fergus knows what is going on, but he has started moving further and further away, and uh, I am wanting to shout at Mark, but fortunately for him, he is in the water, and I'm trying not to panic, but I'm thinking, if Fergus got into trouble, the, you know, Mark wouldn't be able to help him, he's too far away, so I, I go to the perky boy, and I say, excuse me, in my best non-condescending way, and I say, excuse me, uh, young man, my son is in the boat over there and, uh, and I'm concerned that he uh, won't be able to look after himself. He's only nine. I mean, I know he looks older, but he's not, he's not like he's tall for his age, he's nine. So I'm concerned, can you, uh, can you do something about my son? Because I think he's at danger, in danger. And the, and the guy's like, no, no, he's fine. And, and I notice he's chewing gum, this guy, and I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, my son is in danger over there. I can, I can see him, like I think that he, he could get himself into trouble. You don't understand, he's not really like other kids, he's very smart, but like when his body moves, his body kind of does things, so I'm really, I'm like, can you go, and he said, he knows that if he gets into trouble, that he just can roll over to that boy over there, or he can blow the whistle. And I'm saying, no, you don't understand. I know this kid, and this kid will not know to do that if he gets into trouble. And I can see I'm getting nowhere, so then I think, eh, I'll go back, I'll drink some wine, <laughs> and I'll sort this out. So I go back to my table and I take a gulp of wine, and it's amazing how something that tasted so beautiful can suddenly taste like poison. Because I'm looking out, and he is really far out now. And his arms are in the air. He's got his arms in the air, and I'm waving, and I'm looking across at this young guy, and I'm like, can't you see his arms are in the air? And the young guy's like chewing his gum and being perky. <laughs> and my son is waving, and he's like, God, the boat is like moving from side to side, and I'm like, what the f do I do? You know? And then I remember my husband films everything. Yeah. Everything. So I'm like, he's bound to have a camera, or he'll have a, you know, like, I'll be able to film this, I'll be able to film this, I'll be able, I'll be able to see what's going on. So I go into his bag and sure enough, a sun cream tripod camera. So I set up the tripod and I put out the camera and I'm there and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to film this. And if anything happens to my kid, I am going to sue this whole island. And Catalina will be nothing but dust if anything happens to my son. Right? So I set up the camera and I, I've got it there and I'm trembling because I can see the boat is really rocking now. And I, I set it up and I look through and I focus it and I see that my son is laughing and that the boat is moving 
because there's a sort of pod of sea lions or something falling underneath. And he's waving his arms about because he's so happy at the joy of life. And I take my head away from the camera and he's drowning, right? And he's in trouble. And then I put my face back and I see that he's really happy. And that explains perspective. <laughs> why I could never be a scientist. Because <laughs> despite what I see through a lens, I know I'm right. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed Lynn's story. Our storytelling techniques are a practical way to get yourself heard. Head over to youtellyours.com for details of our classes and events both in Burbank and online. You can listen to this as a podcast at podcast.youtellyours.com or find it on iTunes or Google Play. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel or the podcast. You can email me at mark at if you have any questions or requests. Thank you for listening or watching.